is magical. Welcome to Magic Monday. I'm Tess Whitehurst. And I'm Natasha Levenger. And this is a podcast about all the ways we experience and use the magic of the universe in our everyday lives. Yay! You know, I never talked about, um, we were going to talk, I remember now, about um, the energy of when people say their names. Oh, yeah, we were. I just really felt it in that moment because... um, Part of why I thought of that is, I forget why I was doing this. I think I was doing a different podcast and I was like realizing like when I say my name, there's just like a lot behind it that Mm. I don't love. Oh, interesting. Yeah, like a lot of like old energy and stuff that is not really affirming. So I started thinking about like... How do you say your name to like feel it like confident? And I thought of like how Oprah, have you ever heard <laughs> Oprah say her name? No, well, I haven't noticed it. Oh my God. I'm sure I have. She's you like, know, I'm Oprah Winfrey. Oh. It's just like, <laughs> she's, the way she says it, it's yeah. really like, oh yeah, just <laughs> watch out. Oh, here I love I am. It. And then it was so funny because I was talking to my friend that does the work that I do. We give each other trades. And in my work, you have to say your name three times to call up the energy. Oh, yeah. So we both say our names to each other a lot because we trade weekly. And I told her about that Oprah Winfrey thing. And she sent me this article that 60 minutes, she quit 60 minutes because she couldn't be herself. And she oh. said that when she said her name, they told her that there was too much emotion behind it. Whoa. Isn't that crazy? And Because there's like so much power to yes. it. So, oh, that's so fascinating. Isn't it? And, and she yes. was like, what do you mean? Which part is too emotional? The Oprah or the Winfrey? And I was like, <laughs> oh my God, she doesn't even know because she's so <laughs> She's yep. just like unleashing it and 60 minutes right. wanted her to be like real like everybody else you know like, right just be like i'm, I'm oprah winfrey yeah you know but she's not she's like i'm oprah like she can't even help it oh that's so beautiful and i've never even really thought about that 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 is such a it's like a mirror work almost it's like what's oh, your relationship yes. with your voice with your name and how your voice shapes it and the energy behind it. I love that. Yeah, there is a lot there. I mean, I feel yeah. like I could do like, uh, <laughs> this is probably not true, but I, for me personally, it feels like I could do like 12 weeks of just like clearing out everything on my yeah. name. Also because I actually, I changed my first name because my mom, I never liked my name, and then my mom always called me Natasha. Not always, but a lot of times. And she's like, I don't like your name either <laughs> when oh, I first. interesting. So there's, like, a lot of energy around my name. And then when I did change it, people don't like it when you change your name. At least, like, uh-huh. not – I don't know. That was my experience. Um Like, they feel like they have ownership over your name. Like, that's stupid. Why are you changing your name? Of course, Neither. I was, like, in my early 20s when I did it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, a lot of people, like, refuse to call me by Natasha. How rude. Yeah, I know, right? But yeah. then, And I had shame about it. Anyway, we're going into a whole thing with me. But, but I mean, yeah. I think this is fascinating. And I it goes along with how I use first and last, first, the full name to tune in to Akashic when I do Akashic mm-hmm. clearings. 
So, and it is, it's like a way of identifying yourself to the universe. There's so much power in it. Like how native tribes, many native tribes, they didn't disclose their full name to anyone that they didn't trust because they knew how much power was connected to it. Yeah. Yeah. Like when people ask me about other people, sometimes I don't need it. Sometimes I don't need any name. Like the person's just really there energetically, but sometimes I definitely need both names. And mm-hmm. it's funny because sometimes people don't want to tell me, like, I'm going to, I don't know. I mean, I understand it. I feel like, I don't know, they get nervous about just sharing someone else's name sometimes. Well, I mean, it's weird because we have a modern incarnation now of what the Native tribes had energetically. Mm-hmm. Now we have identity theft. Oh, that's you know? true. <laughs> An interesting kind yeah. of parallel. No, they don't feel weird about sharing their own names. I think sometimes oh. other people's names. Oh, I see. Like maybe if they don't know me very well, if it's like our first session, they're worried I'm right. going like, to go Google the person or something. I don't know. Oh. But the truth is, and I'll just let everybody know, I don't remember. You may, if you're a regular listener, <laughs> you'll know that I have not a great memory under normal terms, and I hardly remember anything that happens in a session. But even if you did, I'm sure you wouldn't be going into it. I wish there was like some kind of, um, I mean, I am very, very, like, protective of people's energy yeah. and space. I would never in a billion years. I wish that there was some way to make me help everybody feel safe because I would never, ever do that. But, um, but yeah, it is really interesting how much energy. And I have practiced. I've done some energy work. Like, people can do... Um, like, if you are in meditation, you can picture your name in front of you and then get the feeling. Don't, like, get it too close to you. Get it, like, outside of your aura. And then just kind of, like, get the impression, like, what's on there? You know, is mm-hmm. it just whatever? the If it's good, then great. You know, if it's how you want it to be. But you can clear off anything you don't want on your name. I mean... It can be a multi-part process, as I said. But just if someone wants to play around with that, they can just use gold light to kind of like a paintbrush and like kind of just clear it off and then put it in a gold rose and blow it up, anything they don't like. Oh, yeah. I love that rose thing. I do that sometimes, too. Yeah. Energetic roses and send them into outer space. Like let a rose absorb negativity, Mm -hmm. giant rose, Mm -hmm. and then send it up into outer space into maybe a black hole. Oh, that's interesting. I just yeah. blow up the rose and then whatever energy um, goes back to whoever naturally, just the energy oh, will yeah. go back and then, or also into the earth is good because it recycles it. Um, and then I do stuff where I see pictures and I de-energize pictures and stuff, but you don't even have to know how to do that. You can just clear off that energy. I like to use violet fire for stuff like that too, oh, like as nice. transmuting. It set the intention. It just transmutes all negativity into positivity and blessings. And you don't have to know what the negativity exactly. is. You don't have to know what the positivity is. It's this light that is wise, all knowing, yeah. does its thing without you having to micromanage it. Yeah, I like that. Although it can be helpful like in a reading or like, I don't know, for myself since I do this to see what it can also be helpful to know what the pictures oh, yeah. are, like to see past light or whatever it is to de-energize it or to a little like, more ownership over it. To feel like, well, why do I feel ashamed when I yes. say my name or why do I feel like I need to say it more quietly yes. or, you know, whatever it is, it could be a clue yeah. for finding deeper empowerment. I mean, I would love to look at Oprah 
if she would let me energetically <laughs> see what's going on with her name. My yeah. God, I mean, she brings it. I Fascinating. Love it. We yeah, share a birthday, example. me and Oprah. Oh, do Not you? the same year, but yes. That's so, incredible. I know. It's like my favorite thing about me. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. But I'm sure she's like got a lot of fire. I am like all air and water, and I'm sure she's the rest of her is fire. I love Aquarians. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I just love how you're so unique. <laughs> and um, just your the perspective that you bring to really? things. Are, yes, that's my nice. dad and my brother are both Aquarius. Oh, I their love birthdays? that energy. My dad is February 7th and okay. my brother is February 12th. Okay, yeah. I feel like January and Aquarius. I wonder if this is true for every sign. And we can move on after this, but... Like, just because I know my sign well, I find that January Aquarians and February Aquarians are very different. Oh, how so? Um, you know, I can't put my finger on it. It just feels like an energetic thing. Like, like maybe I, this is so general. I mean, this is really broad thing for me to say, but they feel more like extroverted, like Aquarians. <laughs> Oh, well, there are decanants, or is that how you say it? Do you know what that is? What, De- I, what's the word? <laughs> I no. think it's decanants, but I think I've only read it and not really ever oh, said I don't it out know loud. It. It's um, how in every sign there are three decanants. Oh. <laughs> so <laughs> there's three different, yeah, three different sections of each sign that have their own unique characteristics. Because, oh. I mean, it's a wheel. Every day has its own energy. It's like, right. it's like watercolors. It's not just like all right. Aquarians are like this. Exactly. And I definitely have noticed that with, um, with Scorpios because mm-hmm. I have dated, I mean, before Ted was my boyfriend, which was like so long ago, but <laughs> that I did date a lot of October Scorpios and that's what Ted is. And that's only like ah. seven days out of the year. So interesting. it's like, yeah, very specific. Well, you know? it's interesting you say that too, because I also noticed that, um, male Aquarians, again, really painting with a broad brush here, but are, very different than female Aquarians. I have heard people say every sign it's really different yes. with male and female energy. Scorpio also, especially mm-hmm. I have noticed that Scorpio women and men very very different. They do have a similar um, sexiness though. All oh. Scorpios. <laughs> oh. hmm. I don't know about that. to me. Okay. <laughs> I'm always like, oh, you're a Scorpio. Oh, yeah, I can see that. You're so sexy. Oh, interesting. There's just like a like a connection to their sexuality that I can sense. Hmm. Okay. Well, we'll agree to disagree about that. <laughs> um. <laughs> okay. So, what were we? Were, were you going to check in with the card? We forgot oh, to we forgot. talk about our discount. You're right. Yes. So I, yes, I am offering, um, for podcast listeners, I forgot to mention last time, I feel a little bad about this, but, um, I offer $10 off to any podcast listeners for the first session. So it's not an ongoing thing, but it's a great, um, intro. <laughs> yeah. So you guys should totally take advantage of that. Yeah. So how do you, how do people find you and schedule with you? Oh, so go to highestlighthealing.com and, um, you can, or you can also email me at highestlighthealing at gmail. Um, but you can schedule it on the website and there's a little form on there if you have any questions or again, you can email me at highestlighthealing at gmail. 
Yeah. So that's so awesome. So if you've been thinking about scheduling with Natasha, this is a great opportunity. Yes. I'm excited. I have a few of our listeners scheduled for next the next couple of weeks. So I'm excited awesome. to talk to more of you. Okay. And you, what's your and great so, deal? So if you go to TessWhitehurst.com and you go to the shop and you find Chakra Magic, the workshop, mm. you can at checkout enter the code MAGICMONDAY and receive half off. So this is a really awesome, yeah. involved online workshop. It's self-paced. It's the video lessons. You have PDF workshop or PDF assignments. Amazing. And you can get the whole thing for seven fifty. So wow. Tasswhitehurst.com. Like, Chakra magic. Uh, sorry. Oh, <laughs> I'm just gonna say enter Magic Monday at checkout. I mean, that's a true deal. A mm-hmm. deal on a deal. Because yeah, and it's a off. really fun workshop. Yeah, so I think you'll like it. Um, okay. I was going to ask you something, but I don't remember. Oh. Okay. So let's go to, um, the, our check-in. Okay. So what was, oh, I think I remember that one of the cards was about going with the flow. Is that what it was? Um, yes. I mean, hmm. so the two cards, remember there was like a similarity. So you, mm-hmm. you picked the resting tree, remember? Oh, to and rest. Yeah, to rest. And then I picked um, Rebirth, and I, it was the carnation card from my Magic of Flowers Oracle. And the passage that stood out was about stepping back away from the ego chatter and the story and the mm. activity and connecting with the stillness to allow the positive transformation to occur. Mm. So those were the messages we got last week, and they were so helpful for me. Did they you find them to me. be? Yeah. Okay. Oh, well, well, for me, um, well, first of all, <laughs> so this is a huge – I mentioned this last week, but this is just this huge thing I'm going through, which yes. Natasha knows, the um, intuitive eating thing. So yes. I read The Fuck It Diet. Now I'm reading Intuitive Eating, okay. and it's <laughs> – yeah. I mean – that's the degree cool. to which my paradigm is shifting, and I was resistant at first to this whole thing, and then now seeing how deeply I bought in to the cult yes. in our culture of uh, of healthy, you know, what it means to be healthy and yes. diet, to constantly thinking about diet and weight and exercise, and yes. to, a, to a degree that is not, it's like almost obsessive, and this was just, to me, this was just like... This is just what you do, you know. This is what human beings do. And it's not just like that it's obsessive, but it's also um it almost feels conspiracy theory to say this right? this way, but it really does feel like that way. Like that like there's so many messages about health out there that are all that so many of them are fat phobic based. And mm-hmm. are not real. They're really are conflicting. not real. Yes, they conflict with each other. Exactly. I mean, I had already noticed that about nutrition. Like, oh, this is what they're saying this week. And then this yeah. is what this group of people says. And this is, but still I, fe- I took it upon myself to know what everyone is saying and to think about it and to, yes. you know, and, it's, it's a awesome. huge deal. So yeah. And so now I've been, I'm revisiting the artist way. I'm revisiting, oh, nice. uh, you can heal your life because <gasps> I'm realizing that this served as a um, just a way for me to kind of cope and mm. not look fully at some of the things I hadn't healed yet in my heart yes. and also just the vulnerability of life. Like it was a way to kind of just yes. not feel fully all my feelings or look so deeply. And it, it's mm. like 
you know, it's just time to heal yeah. those things and to be breathing through them and letting them be. And so this, the resting, because it's connected also to workaholism and mm-hmm. this idea that you're being good if you're working constantly and you're constantly exercising. You yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah. So resting, mm-hmm. letting the space go around like the pain that I'm feeling yeah. that's coming up. It's just been really, I mean, this me. is really huge. This is really major. I'm yeah. like, yeah. And I'm going through this as well. I mean, I'm like, a month or two ahead of you in terms of where I am in the, you know, process of it. Uh-huh. But yeah, and it brings up different things for me, but it really is crazy once you realize, once you realize it, you see it everywhere. Like everybody is so obsessed. And I think in that book, they call it the life thief or maybe it's somewhere else. It might be in that other podcast um, that they call it the life thief about being like, Obsessed with dieting, and I didn't even think I really was. I mean, I wasn't aware of how deep it was for me either. I mean, I did not think I was a person who really obsessed about it. I mean, I I did. So what started for me was I would get on the scale every morning. I just was like, well, I want to be aware of my weight, but and then I would get sad or upset. Me too. Yeah, me too. And it's like, how is this ruining my day? I'm like. A person who's spiritually awake and aware and like, this is ruining my, this is not okay. No. And also, what does that number truly mean? It's not about health, that number, when you're doing it like that. No. No, it's about like how you look, or I mean, for uh, people, everybody, it's different, but I feel like for women, we are really trained, you know, you gain weight, you're not attractive. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, and for yeah. me, I see that it was about avoiding mm-hmm. a sense of vulnerability or, mm-hmm. or a sense of guilt. Like, mm. okay, if I do, if I eat this way and I exercise this amount, then I, then I won't have to feel guilty or oh, bad about myself. It's like a, and I did, I felt better than I did before because I hadn't dealt, hadn't even looked at this whole pattern yet. Then when I, and I'm like, oh, that shouldn't be my validation. That yeah. shouldn't be such a big part of my validation. It's just Interesting. so loaded. So yeah. Wow. Like, yeah. For me, intense. it really was, I, I really do think it's this fat phobia and about like, mm-hmm. Not, and you know, not, and also my father and my sister are obsessed with weight and, um, family too. Yeah. So it's really like, like, what's it? I have no words. Um, been put in me, whatever that word, (laughs) over and over. Yeah. um, Drilled into me. That, and you're from California too, right? Originally. Mm -hmm. Well, I think that's a big part of it. Yeah, I, I mean, think. I mean, I think it's for everybody, but yeah. it is that is, I think, the birthplace. The, the United States is the birthplace of the diet movement, and I think California is the birthplace of it within the United States. Well, my mother, she's no longer with us, and I don't feel bad saying this because she was not very nice to me. Um, she was <laughs> obsessed with dieting. Like we had of her diaries from after she died, and from the time she was fourteen, and she grew up in New York, so it's not California. Oh, right. Um. Yeah, just obsessed. So anyway, my big thing about it is just how much life it takes away from us and how yeah. much energy we have. And I'm re- that's awesome that you're doing that. It's hard work. 
I'm so glad you stuck to your guns because you guys know this, but I told, because Natasha sent me some podcasts and I was like, I am not resonating with yeah. these at all. Like, I don't get it. Like, isn't yeah. it good to be, want to be thin? And she's, she was like, oh, you should read this book. And she's really was like, this, this is why this is important to me. And this is why it makes sense to me. And what yeah. she said made sense. And this is one of the things I love about Aquarius is, oh. is that you're not afraid of <laughs> saying, you know what? This is, I don't agree with you. Here's my opinion. And yeah. it may, it's so, it helps me, me evolve. Aquarians help the world evolve by saying, this is, I'm not angry with you. I just have a different opinion. And if you listen to it, it might, you know, it might liberate you. Yeah. Well, I don't, you know, I hope that I wouldn't have pushed on if I didn't feel the same about that podcast that I sent you because I had just forgotten some podcasts or people in them in that whole world get a little over the top with don't say numbers and all of that. And that's fine. If people need that, I respect that completely, but it can be a turnoff when you're first. When I didn't understand yet. Yeah. Like I didn't, I didn't understand the movement yet. And then I just heard this uh, podcaster talking, saying the word trigger warning, like over and over. (laughs) It was a little bit. But yeah. Okay. I hope I wasn't too pushy. I was. No, no, never. You should never worry about disagreeing with me on points. Like I, my brother and I, my brother who's an Aquarius, we love arguing. We do it (laughs) recreationally for hours. (laughs) Yeah. And then we change each other's minds about things. We learn new things. We just love it. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I do not have that dynamic with anyone in my family, so. Oh, well. That's nice to If you ever want to argue recreationally, <laughs> you know, who to talk to. <laughs> you know, that's interesting, and that's, we will get to a different point, but that's actually kind of bringing up some emotion for me, because I feel like I used to do that again in my early 20s, and I feel like maybe it's a little there's sexism about that like a woman shouldn't be Uh, arguing a point like I would do it with a lot of other men I guess my age um I say I guess because they feel like boys to me but they're like did not like the arguing thing well Mm. you know what I think Aquarians in general feel oppressed by how Mm. anti-arguing our culture is because my brother is really confused about it. He says like he can't be himself around people because he just like, even I I think he even likes to sometimes argue about things he doesn't even maybe believe. Oh yeah. So he can, just so he can like, you know, stir up the Uh ideas, Uh like share, let's share a brain for a second so we can get, make, make ourselves smarter. See, I don't do that. And I honestly don't like that because I feel like let's not waste each other's time here. If you, if you don't even <laughs> believe yeah. this, why are we even doing this? Aaron is pretty extreme with it, but <laughs> I really like it about him. <laughs> I love that you love that. Um, so for me, I would say this week I went to Paris with my almost 13 year old daughter. It was like a real amazing, great trip. Um, for almost all of it until the very last day when we were both exhausted and had it. Mm. Um, it was really the travel day that back that was the worst. But, um, I would say there actually was a lot of resting. Like the first part of the day was yeah. like do, 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 do. And then we just like completely went back and did nothing nice. for the afternoon to the evening. So that was that. Um, yeah, and I don't, I feel like the other part about observing thoughts and not getting attached to things, I, there was a little bit of that happening. It was mostly like a really just fun trip and not a lot of things triggering me, I would say. 
I did oh. have like a little bit of interactions with my sister that I had to be like, okay, let's just, um, I didn't even think of the card, but I remember thinking like, you don't have to react to that. Oh, you yeah. don't have to try to get her to like you or agree with you. It's funny you say that about arguing because I, I don't, yeah, I don't like arguing for no reason, but, um, we have very different issues about diet culture, for instance, back to diet mm. culture, just real quick. I mean, like the complete opposite. And yeah, we just had like a little discussion, but we both were like, okay, we're never going to agree on this and it's okay. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. And it was fine. I mean, it was fine. Um, so that is our check-in. And then normally here we do the energy report, <laughs> but um, I was in Paris all week, so I did not have any clients, so I couldn't see, um, you know, a theme energetically, but I would like to talk about something that I noticed, and actually kind of not dietary, but it does come to the physical body, um, which is, I wonder what you're going to think about this. So... I realize that travel is very physical body oriented as opposed to energy body. Do you know what I mean by that? Yes. Yes. Okay. So I think I think I do. Yeah. That you're like, it's like this idea that you're like moving your physical body and you're propelling your physical body through these areas that you haven't been in before. And like, and yeah. And also like in so doing that, you, it's really about, being either connected or not connected to your body as opposed to like energetically like meditating or, you know, dreaming. And it's much more, um, I guess if we're going to use astrological terms again, Taurian as opposed to Piscean. Oh yeah. Okay. Like it's a sexual experience. I mean, and also you eat and you see new things and you see new things. It's like sensual. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Was that a French accent? (laughs) Um, yeah, but what I realized is that I think, well, there's two things. One is it really was kind of a spiritual experience, um, but not in a way that I would have thought like, I guess in my mind, I realized that I only think of spiritual experiences as things that involve like me communing with the dead people that I like or like, you know, or giving energy readings or meditating or dreaming and stuff like that. But you can have a spiritual awakening and experience just by being present in your body. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And in fact, that I feel like people would never have to meditate at all if we truly were conscious and present in our bodies and just like experienced all of it in the moment as opposed to all the shenanigans our ego does with our mind and gets in the way of us just being present. Does that make sense? Yeah. So that's Tantra. That's the concept of Tantra, that the inner and outer are connected, the physical and the spiritual. It's also the concept of magic. Everything Mm. is connected as above, so Mm. below, that by being fully present in the physical world, the physical world comes to life as spiritual. Right. And what I realized also, I feel like I keep saying what I realized, but what I realized is that I wonder if people, okay, what I realized that it's very easy for me to be energetically connected and much less easy, it doesn't come naturally to me to be physically connected. Oh, yeah. 
What do you think? How do you feel about that? Like, I can understand that. I think that we tend to um, emotionally disconnect from our bodies. That's even Mm. what we're talking about with diet culture, that it can be like by not listening to our body's natural cues, we can somehow artificially remove ourselves from our feelings because our feelings take place in our body. So that's why to me, like, to so many people dance and yoga mm-hmm. those kind or taking walks outside in nature those kinds of practices help us come back into our bodies and feel our feelings mm-hmm. breathe through our feelings process our feelings and then feel the fullness of the full spectrum we feel pain we feel beauty we feel grief we feel love mm-hmm. and you have to feel both polarities to feel to feel right. both polarities. You can't just feel one. Right. And I wonder also if, like, some people resist. Well, for instance, like, I was just thinking about how a while ago we I got a new, I got a bike. I guess I haven't ridden a bike in a long time. And I feel, so, it's almost like a spiritual lesson <laughs> riding a bike again for me. Like, using my body, I guess because I'm so not as connected to it. It's just not as natural Mm -hmm. is a way for me to clear out stuff that I need to clear out, like Mm -hmm. um, maybe self-esteem stuff or whatever it might be. Whereas some people, if meditating doesn't come as naturally to them, then they would clear out maybe blocks about that, like anxiety, maybe about sitting still or, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever it is. But I was just thinking that I want to challenge myself to start doing more physical things as a way of clearing that stuff out. Yeah. As opposed to just what I normally do, which is like do, um, like I clear out my chakras every day with picture and past life stuff and all of that. Yeah, so I think that maybe like going to a yoga class or something brings up stuff that I can clear out. That isn't yeah, and riding your bike, even just the air moving around you so quickly is an energy, natural energy cleanse. Yeah, that's, that's true. But yeah, anyway, are you, do you feel connected? Like, how do you feel about being connected to your body? Like, if you were going to learn something new, like do ski? I have skied, but I don't ski regularly. Do you? I'm like, afraid of it. I'm you're afraid of you it. are afraid of yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. like what about learning any kind of new physical activity? Well, okay. So I was a gymnast for many oh, many years, all growing up, a competitive gym, and that's part of my eating thing. Why it's so deeply ingrained in the body and the eating and the health. Um, I love exercising. I actually do love exercising. Mm-hmm. I love lifting weights. I love doing hit. I love it. I, I literally actually love like it. exercising too. I think yeah. it's more about like learning something new with the body. Well, mm-hmm. okay. So I have done, I really like pole dancing. That's something I love doing mm-hmm. is, um, exotic dance class, but I have noticed about myself that like pole tricks, when the teachers tried to teach uh-huh. me pole tricks, I don't care. And it's because <laughs> of, of gymnastics. I think I'm over it. I'm just like, because oh, I not wow. only did it for so many years, but I also taught it for many, many years. And then I'm now I'm oh, just like, wow. I don't need to do, aerobic. Right. I, mean, I don't need to do acrobatics anymore. And right. I don't want to. <laughs> You're done with the tricks. Yeah. And anything, like, I think that's why, how I feel about skiing too. Like, cause gymnastics was very dangerous. Like, oh, I don't, yeah. it's, it's coming out more now. That it's like they're, these coaches are teaching these girls these really, really dangerous yeah. things, and they're not necessarily always qualified to do that. And 
and I sensed that, like I could break my neck right wow. now, but I just pushed through because I wanted to be Nadia Comaneci. Wow, yeah. And I think I'm just now at this stage, I'm like, I just am over that. I yeah. don't need to do dangerous things anymore, but things that feel safe, I love doing, like riding my bike or mm-hmm. exercising, yoga. Yeah, I guess dancing. we are very different in that way because like, for instance, when I got on the bike, I felt like an octopus trying to balance on a bike, you know, mm. and it felt like, I guess I'm just saying out of your comfort zone, whatever yeah. brings you out of your comfort zone, if it's physical related or energetically related. Anyway. Mm-hmm. That's something I'm thinking about for the energy report. That was it. We did <laughs> I it. love the look on your face. I wish you guys could see it when she sings that. <laughs> it's very that sensual. It's very like really? lounge singer. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'm a hidden Scorpio, but I don't think so. I, I actually do. You do kind of remind me of a Scorpio. Really? Which is my way of telling you that you're sexy. Oh, thank you. Yes. <laughs> so are you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Two sexy, witchy women. Yep. So speaking of witchy women, what's your... Oh, it's time for your Practical magic. Oh. My practical magic is... Yes. Um, okay, so this week... The sun moves into Gemini, and we have a lot of days in Capricorn with the moon in Capricorn. Oh. And um, the moon was just full. We just had a full moon this last weekend. And it feels like this week, if we can focus on ways that we want to bring our creativity into the physical world, like really connect with how we want to express our creativity and then to give our creativity space to take it seriously, to commit to it, and then to bring things into form and share them with the world. It's just like, it feels like this week is going to be a powerful week for that. That's interesting because- Yeah, can you feel that? Well, I think so because I was like, I need to start writing again. I need to start Ah, writing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and it goes along with Saturn and retrograde too. That we're we're really being called to step into our life path. Mm. This is so connected, more you know, to align more deeply with our life path. And so, the practical thing that you can do to help get in alignment with this energy is to get yourself some wild oat flower essence, which you can get at most health food stores. They're these little tiny bottles with little droppers. It's like rescue remedy, same kind of deal. You could mm-hmm. also order it. And um, and a clear quartz or really any crystal. Like you could go pick a crystal. It could be something you have. It could be you want to go get a new one to help yourself align with your creativity and bring your creativity into form and give it space. So then you take a couple of drops of wild oat under your tongue or you could put it in your water bottle mm-hmm. and then take a walk by yourself outside mm-hmm. in nature while holding your crystal and set and before you take the walk, you set the intention while you're holding the crystal to really connect with what physical steps can you take? How can you like create time in your schedule mm. to create things to to honor your creativity to bring things into form and then take that walk and just you know enjoy the scenery, be present in your body mm-hmm. like we're talking about mm-hmm. and See what ideas and messages come to you, and you will be surprised how much comes through wow. when you take a walk in nature with that. When you set an intention mm-hmm. of any sort, really, and then take a walk in nature, you will get so many ideas. And oh, ideas are something that's going to be really 
abundant this week. This it's week. an ideal week. In yeah. particular. Now, doesn't the moon... Now, why is that? Because of the moon in Capricorn? Well, the combination of the sun moving into Gemini okay. and the moon in Capricorn, as well as Saturn in retrograde. Mm-hmm. So Saturn wouldn't that retrograde. go on for more than a week? Well, no? the sun in Gemini, yes. The moon in Capricorn, it's like, I think it's like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Oh, but, that's it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the moon changes signs every two to three days. Oh, I didn't realize that. Because I know it was in Scorpio Saturday. But actually, then it turns... Oh, yeah. Yesterday it was in Scorpio, today's in Sagittarius. Well, because we're recording this on Sunday. Right. Okay. So, and if you, so then you'll get ideas and maybe you won't get them in that moment. Maybe you'll just be aware of it maybe throughout the day or do you think they are instantaneous? I mean, they may or may not come to you while you're taking your walk, but my sense is that you'll get a lot of concrete information, at least the, the, the next step. Okay. Like, okay, the next step is to get a journal and write in the journal. Or the next step is to set aside half an hour, four days a week for painting or whatever it is. Something concrete because that's – the Capricorn moon is really good with stuff like that with like what steps can I take in the physical world to reach my goals. Okay, that's great. And Gemini is like ideas, you know, like fun and sparkly, fresh – Mind related. Yes, my best friend's birthday is coming up. She's a Gemini, and she's oh. very much like that. Yeah. Shout out to Laura, who's also a listener. <laughs> Happy birthday, Laura! <laughs> and um, to all the Gemini's. Yes, to all the. I love Gemini's. Aquarians and Gemini's are usually a really good match. Good conversation. Oh yeah. Um. And so it's called wild oat. Is that what you said? Yes, wild oat flower essence. Flower so wild essence. oat. Okay. It's helps us to um to know what we want to spend our time on in order to express our unique life path. Oh, I love that. Maybe yeah. just take that every day. I mean, oh, yeah. why you not? You can continue, for sure. Continue to take it. You don't have to just take it for this one thing, but it will be a powerful practice to take it for your walk. That's great. I'm going to do that for sure. Um, so should we go to our Oh, have you already picked a card again? I haven't. No, not Oh, this you week. haven't. I, oh, I did great. a cheat this week. I don't know week. why. <laughs> <laughs> tell Tess she's cheating when she gets ahead of time, but it's not really cheating. Um, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Um, you go first. Okay. So which, okay, I have three decks here. I think two of them again. I mean, Colette Baron Reed has no need to sponsor our podcast. No. We, uh, talk about her every week, but if she we're wants comping, to. We're comping her sponsorship. Yeah, we're, we're <laughs> here for her. Okay, so again, I have the wisdom of the oracle and the wisdom of the hidden realms. Oh, sorry, hold them up. I have the wisdom of the hidden realms, so maybe use the other one. Okay, oh wait, and then I also have, if you would like, the wild offering oracle by Tosha Ooh. Silver. Ooh, how about that one? Okay, I don't know do that, that one. one. Okay, she actually kind of goes along with what you were just talking about, about creating um, things because, oh, and also I just want to say real quick that the art in this deck is by this woman called Katie Daisy is her name. And um, I didn't even realize that when I bought it. Look how, can you see how pretty? Oh, yeah. Um, we have a bunch of her artwork in our living room. I'm just showing oh, you the wow. same ones over and over again. How come I can't figure out this camera? Okay. Um, Pretty. And I didn't even realize that until I bought the deck. Um, so Tosha Silver is this 
she's kind of funny lady. Um, I just am trying to think how to say that. <laughs> she wrote Outrageous Openness, right? I haven't read it yet, but I have yes. had my eye on it. Yes, it's really good. Oh, and okay. she also wrote, um, it's not your money. So, which really means it's like God's money, the universe's oh. money. And uh, it's really about like letting, um, source lead the way and co-creating with source. It's a great book. I have that. Oh, too. I love that. I love energy and money books. Yes, me too. <laughs> um, <laughs> and she's a real Jewish lady like myself. I'm also a Jewish lady. Um, and I just say that because her energy feels really familiar to me in that oh. book. And it's kind of funny to have that combo, um, uh, with what she's doing. Like new age and Jewish? I think it's also because she's from New York. I think she lives in San Francisco and has for a long time, which is basically my mom's story. Like grew up mm. in New York. I think she did, or maybe she just feels so much like a nice version of my mother. Um, oh. But anyway, I don't even know why I'm going into all of this, but it's just, just <laughs> she makes me laugh. Wow. Have I got okay, Just blame the jet lag. If this, <laughs> if my end of the podcast feels wonky or if you like it, send me like on more trips. <laughs> um, okay. So I'm going to, I hope I'm not making too much noise with this card shuffling. Pick a card for you, for Tess, and for our listeners. I'm just going to ask the divine to help me pick the best card that um, is the most helpful for everybody this week. I need the medicine of the week. Okay, one more time. I'm feeling the need. Okay. And I picked self-love. Um, That's a good one. I'm perfect. trying to show Tess the picture. Love right. it. It's got pink flowers and the green heart chakra aventurine and emerald yes. colored green and white sparkles. It's very pretty. Yes. And it says, show me how to love myself. Show me how to take care of the inner child, which we have talked about. Show me how to be kind within. When you step into self-forgiveness, so much can change on the outside. I mean, I really love that. I work yeah. so much on myself with self-forgiveness, just yeah. like telling my inner child every day, I forgive you, I forgive you, you're forgiven. That's really powerful work. It's so important for all of us. Uh, so I really do feel like if everybody felt forgiven, like that they were okay, basically, like it's okay mm -hmm. that our world would just like flower. Imagine... I mean, not to get political, but if Donald Trump felt like inside that he was an okay person, yeah, he would not be mm -mm. doing what he's doing. No. Okay. Well, why don't you pick now? Oh, okay. So, so with the self-love and self-forgiveness, I feel like there was something I was going to say about that. Oh. Um, oh, yeah. That when we forgive... Like forgiving the world and forgiving ourselves is so connected to yeah. it. It works both ways. Like we forgive ourselves. It's easier to forgive others. When we forgive others, it's easier to forgive ourselves. Yes. And it really does go hand in hand. Like I do find when I do the self-forgiveness practice, it's like what other people, the hurts that I have been perceived has happened to me, um, they just feel like, oh, it's it's okay. Like, that doesn't yeah. mean I have to let those people into my life, 
Right. It doesn't, but it's just like, it's okay. They, I don't need to hold them in my space. <laughs> yeah. We don't, it's not like we're saying it's okay what you did. Yes. We're right. just saying like, I'm not going to hold on to this anymore because it's not serving me and it is going to live. And, and you know, everyone really is doing the best they can. Exactly. And it's everyone like Trump. hurt and yeah. Well, okay. Doing, he is doing the best he can. <laughs> <laughs> Let's remember that. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, okay. Uh, I honor the divine. I align with the divine. I am divine. There's a divine shield of light around me so that all messages I receive and communicate are real, true, clear, and from love. And the highest and truest good of myself and Natasha and our listeners. Thank you. Okay. Which deck is Oh, this is the hidden, the wisdom of oh, the right, hidden right, realms. Right. I forgot already. See, and we got the River Queen, and the it says flow, letting go, natural movement, oh. and she's upside down. So okay. she's the challenger. This is what she looks like. Okay, like a really beautiful goth mermaid. I love it. Yeah. So the message. And that's the waning moon. Mm. That reminds me of the picture I posted for the Scorpio full moon, actually, oh. as a beautiful kind of goth mermaid. Um, but letting go and flowing. Mm. And that is connected to self-love and self-forgiveness also. Mm-hmm. Well, what is the challenge part of it? Yeah. Okay. Oh, um, sorry. I thought you No, were... no problem. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were done. <laughs> um, so it says turbulent waters and rapids to cross are directly ahead for you. Oh, you have no <laughs> boat to navigate now. We can take, we can do it. Okay. <laughs> It'll be okay. Another chaos. <laughs> We've <card>. got this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> turbulent waters and rapids to cross are directly ahead for you. You have no boat to navigate now. It's just you in the water going where it takes you. Hmm. That said, the River Queen is your challenger here. She has no intention of letting you go under. Even when there's a waterfall ahead, there is no reason to fear. The River Queen will help you over it so you can splash down again in the gentle waters of the river below, flowing with renewed purpose to the sea. Be fearless now and go with the current of events. This can be an adventure. Mm. So for me, this this really mirrors what I'm going through emotionally. Like I was yeah. talking about revisiting You Can Heal Your Life by Louise Hay, which is like, like really if, if I had a Bible, that would be my Bible. You yeah. Can Heal Your Life. And it's like amazing how every time I revisit it, it like has more for me. It's yeah. just amazing. It but amazing. she talks about like, really, what's the thought that's causing this? It's got to be something about not loving yourself as much as you could. We all can love mm-hmm. ourselves more. Mm-hmm. And when I revisited it and really looked deeply at the thoughts that maybe were perpetuating my belief that I needed to, you know, like be so hard on my body mm. and regulate food so, you know, strictly mm-hmm. that it's like, it's painful to look at that. It's like unhealed yeah. pain that yes. that's been covering over and it hurts. And like a part of me is afraid that I'll never be over it. It'll just yeah. always hurt and I'll always feel lonely and I'll always feel oh. rejected and unworthy, oh. but it's not true. No. You know, you feel it. Pushing it away, perpetuate it, just leave yes. it there. When you yes. feel it, you breathe through it, you cry, You maybe you don't want to get out of bed. I'm talking about <laughs> myself yesterday. <laughs> oh, <I wish laughs> you I know, know, it's like but... you just, it will move through. It'll yes. move through. Yes. Well, you know, it's. I, this is making me remember that we did have a question as part of one of our oh, yes, reviews. Oh, yes, <laughs> Which, sure, if, if you want to leave a review and a question at the same time, you could yeah, kill two why not? words. Yeah. Um, but yes, I was just going to say that as far as 
quote unquote negative feelings, negative emotions or negative thought patterns. Like you're saying, the best way to make sure they stay is to resist them. Mm-hmm. So I think that what I think I've mentioned the Sedona method before on here because that is like my Bible. I don't uh, know. Oh, oh maybe really? who is it by? Um, well, the guy I think Hale Dwoskin is. I don't remember this oh, conversation. Well, this is my. I yeah, he didn't come up with it. This guy Lester Levinson, I think, okay. came up with it. I don't know why I want to identify everyone as Jews, but because um, <laughs> I'm a Jew, like, <laughs> another <name>. Jew. Um, <laughs> um, but anyway, he it's. Uh, that book changed my life because it's all about, um, first, whatever you're feeling in the moment, you always start with, um, in this moment, can I allow what is to be and be and be, and just mm. saying that makes me take a breath and Yeah, relax. it made me take a breath when you said it. Yes. And then you feel whatever it is you're feeling. And you just, again, what we talked about last time, observe it, just let it be there. And then you ask what's underneath it. Did I already say what the question was that the person asked? I don't oh, know. no, I but I have I it did. right here. Do you I want me know, to say it? But I feel like I it's, should have said that first. I would, here's the question. It's at part of one of our reviews. I would love to hear and find out how to curb negative overthinking into positive thinking. Right. Okay. So then what you do is you feel the feeling and then you ask yourself what's underneath it. The need, And there's four options, I think. The need for control, mm. approval, security, and then there's two more, separation or oneness, which oh. those two are lesser used usually when you're in the throes of negative thinking, um, like abusive to yourself thinking. Um, so then you ask, like, what is it? Con- let's say it's security. Then you say, can I welcome the need for security? And you just let yourself feel it. Mm. And then you say, can I let it go even just a little bit? And then you let it go just a little, or if you can. And if the answer is no, then just say, can I hold on? And then you feel that and they're like, okay, can I let it go a little mm. bit? And you just keep working with that. And it was so powerful. It is I so love powerful. it. Yeah. I need to read. It's a book that yeah. I need to read? It's okay. called The Sedona Method. He also... Is it's online as well, and the, he has monthly free support calls, and I download every single one of them. And when I go on walks or runs, I listen to it because mm. that. And it's you. I really like the MP3s because you can because um, he walks you through. He walks people through the. Re, he calls it releasing, um, and they're free monthly phone calls. And then Amazing. he also has. Um, then there's also things you can buy too, but those, yeah, it's really, really helpful as far as letting go of that when you're in that moment, um, of negative thinking or whatever. Or and, like, sounds like also painful feelings. Yes, yes, yes. Painful feelings. Or even if you, cause his, that whole program is about not resisting that res- when you resist, you actually lock it into place. Yeah. So to just experience whatever you're feeling, just say, oh, can I just let myself be where I am right now? And just by saying that, it really just is like the resistance lets go. I love it. So it's there's a um, practice that I do that is similar, and it's sort of similar, and it's the violet fire. I mentioned it already, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. this is my answer also to Nadia, the one who asked the question in the review. Um 
or an aspect of our answer. You know, this mm-hmm. is a big answer, but it's yeah. um, that I, if I'm feeling negative, I'm feeling anxious. I often will stop fighting it and instead choose to feel it more and yes. then send it into the violet flame. So I envision violet fire around myself. I actually have a meditation on my website that can help you construct the violet fire, like for the first time so that you understand its dynamic. Mm -hmm. And then after that, you can just call on it, surround your whole body in this vision of this violet fire. And then when you send, you feel the negativity even more and you send it into the fire, you set the intention that it, all the negative effects of it will be transmuted into pure positivity and blessings. I love that. Yeah. Um, and so I, oh, it, go ahead. No, oh, no, just ahead. because I think it helps. One of the reasons it helps is because when we are aware of metaphysics and the new age, you know, way of the new age dynamics, we know that negative thinking can create negative conditions. And so then that can create a negative feedback loop where we're like, oh no, I shouldn't be feeling anxious. And this kind of like just immediately takes the pressure off because you know, I have the power to shift and transmute that negative, the negative effects of these thoughts into pure positivity. So the more I can feel negative, the -hmm. better it will be in this situation. And it transforms that negative feedback loop. Yeah. Well, that is also like this. I forgot to say that the first step is welcoming the feeling. So that sounds like just what you're saying. Like if you're feeling quote unquote negative, like whatever it is, the anger, you say, can I welcome the anger and Mm -hmm. just let it be here? And actually when you welcome it, it does dissipate. Mm -hmm. Not the whole thing, but true this is true with anxiety it's true with feeling awkward like when you feel awkward in a at a party in a situation that you fight that awkwardness it just makes you feel more awkward (laughs) you're like how awkward can i feel right now let me just really (laughs) revel in this awkwardness it helps relieve it (laughs) and also just to say yeah can i just welcome feeling awkward because our it's kind of counterintuitive because in the at first you want to be like, like I actually have done this with my daughter where I'm like, can you just welcome feeling this? And she's like, no, I don't want to feel that. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, but if you just allow it to be there, it actually just, it goes away a lot of it. Yeah. Cause and the then, allowance, it's like wind. I think of clouds dissipating. Mm, it's like yeah. wind helping, yes. just helping it move through. Yeah. I like that. Um, and the other important thing is, as I always say, After you do this, fill up with gold light or any kind of light. Because when I was first doing this, and as I mentioned again, my friend that I trade with, she was like, there's a lot of empty space in your space. She's like, and I told her, oh, I've been doing a lot of releasing. And she's like, oh, you got to fill up with gold because you have to replace it. So that's always my refrain. But yeah, highly recommend that for um, when you're in that feedback loop and also maybe connecting to your body um, because when we get in our heads we're mm-hmm. really disconnected and I as I talked about before my body resistance thing like that's the last thing I want to do is like go move or something but right when you're stuck in your head I think it's really good to like I don't know take a bath or walk oh, yeah. or you know water is always great um and then do this release or walk and do the releasing process. Yeah, or yoga. Mm-hmm. I really like doing kundalini to help move oh, yes, negative, challenging that. energy out. Yes, but connecting to the body because a lot of times, again, when you're in your head, that's like 
where's your body? <laughs> you can even just yeah. say hello to your feet, hello to your legs, hello, you know, that you're not just like this overthinking head. Yeah, and then when you call in the divine light after the golden light, yeah, golden white light, it's that light is conscious and it knows yes. how to restructure exactly in the way that's needed. So yeah. if you have auric wounds, if you have like imbalanced chakras, if you have old patterns, it knows exactly how to restructure that. Exactly. Yeah. It fills it all up. Yeah. Well, this is my, did you have anything else to say? before? We I don't on? think so. Oh, I mean, we want to thank our wonderful producer. Oh, right. Brett, yes, my husband, Brett. he does a lot of hard work behind the scenes and we really appreciate him. We do. Um, and yeah, so, and you can go to our various websites. We already said this at the beginning, so. We can say our websites one more time. Okay, sure. Highestlighthealing.com. I'm also on Instagram at highestlighthealing, email highestlighthealing at gmail. And our website or our oh, email yeah. address is magicmondaypodcast at gmail.com. You can also go to tesswhitehurst.com and click on podcast and then uh, see our show notes. And there's also a contact form on tesswhitehurst.com. So it's another way to contact us. Mm-hmm. And of we course, that's, oh, well, that? I was just to say, we'd love to hear from anybody. Yes, we love questions. We do love questions. And my Instagram is Tess4444. And, um, and you have the kinda, Good Vibe, yeah, check yeah. out the Good Vibe Tribe, which Tess runs, and it's amazing. I mean, yeah, so you so can try it for free for a month, and we've got mm-hmm. online workshops and fun it's, Facebook groups. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. All right, well, thank you so much again. We love you, listeners. We love you. Thank you so much. <laughs> Bye. Sexy, witchy women. Yep.